The Big News Coming Soon podcast is proudly sponsored by BRB Homes. BRB Homes is Ireland's number one award-winning manufacturer of factory-built homes. We take your home from start to finish. Our homes are A-rated and meet planning regulations. We build to your requirements and your budget. The cost includes your home being turnkey and our chartered engineer's fees. Please get in touch for reviewing of our show homes a brochure or for more information let brb homes take the stress out of your build check out brbhomes.ie ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Big News Coming Soon, live from Milan. Woo! Pity we didn't have like a studio audience yeah. here of Melanians. It's probably better that we don't because we'd feel terrible about ourselves. What a day we've had. Okay, so it is 22.10 here local time. And I left the house at half seven this morning. I didn't look out until I was getting into the car. And there was like easily three or four inches of snow on top of the car. Yeah, when I left at around seven this morning, it was coming down, but it was grand. And then I got through Bunny Conlon, started heading for the Windy Gap. And oh my God. Yeah. Like the place is just covered. Really caught us off the hop this morning, didn't it? Wasn't expecting that at all. Have you ever seen a snowplow in Mayo? No, actually, I passed it as well, yeah. It was coming out of the airport there, the county council snowplow. I thought, oh my God, I've never seen one of them. Brilliant. Uh, it's fantastic as well that all the flights took off and landed and, uh, you know, everything was business as usual because this morning was definitely one of the worst uh, mornings I remember for quite some time. I'm very worried because the car park was completely covered in snow. So I think that my car could be like just going crossways and they'll come in, the snow will be melted tomorrow morning. They'll be like, what did this Egypt park like that for? Definitely, yeah. We're definitely taking up a couple of spaces. Um, just to mention, if you wanted to do what we're doing next week, so as you know, the podcast is sponsored by Ireland West Airport. So we came out on Saturday and we're going back on Tuesday. And at the moment, if you wanted to do that next week, it would cost you twenty seven ninety eight. That's around half what we paid for dinner tonight. It's exactly half what we paid yeah. for dinner, yeah. twenty seven ninety eight to go out on Saturday and come back on Tuesday morning at 7 o'clock. It's a brilliant deal. One of the many uh, destinations that Ireland West Airport fly to, there was groups there going to um, Malaga, to Liverpool today. You have Faro, you have Lanzarote, you have London Gatwick, Manchester, Medjugorje, and of course Milan where we are tonight. So there's an absolute abundance of you, brilliant destinations. You mentioned Cologne coming back on stream there and... I wanted to, just as a matter of interest, I went on checking the prices of one of those flights. For our next podcast. But, <coughs> hint, hint, Ireland Western, oh, I just were available to go to Cologne on the 5th of May. The 5th of May, flying out, €24, Euro, coming back on the 8th of May, €30. Euro. So it's €54 Euros in total return. That is for nothing. And again, that was still cheaper than our dinner tonight. And, <laughs> and all we had was an owl, an owl bitty and a pasta and a pizza. <laughs> That's insane. 
Yeah, what a fantastic day we're having. Are you enjoying it? Ah, it's been unbelievable. It's a long day, a bit tired now. We've had some crack. Sock gate was probably a highlight for me. We'll get to that in a while. We landed at Ireland West Airport and the staff couldn't do enough for us. The Ryanair girls looked after us there and they brought us into the executive lounge, which was such a such a wonderful experience, wasn't it? Ah, it was cool. Two Egypts now. Because the whole place was absolutely jammered. It was lovely to have just a few minutes to kind of collect our thoughts. It's a great setup. And geez, it was, yeah, it was brilliant. They were so sound. They were just just really decent. The the buzz and the atmosphere around the airport was this morning was was electric, wasn't it? It was. You had Liverpool fans heading off watching a game. You had people heading off on a ski and school tour. Two schools actually, and you could just feel there was a, there was a real. Oh, was yeah, like it's brilliant to see the place so busy hopping. It was just and so efficient. Yeah. Like there was a small delay with our flight, and it was still so well run. Everyone was just in great form. There was a lovely buzz around the place. And then the two boys sitting in the executive <laughs> lounge, the whole place to ourselves. And then I went out to get a little bit of breakfast. And do you know what? Actually, when I came back in, I noticed <laughs> the two little, the two little <laughs> zips on my suitcase weren't in the little zip holder. And then I thought. I'm tired, I didn't sleep last night. And I just thought I was losing it. And then I was watching my story, watching your stories, and you put my socks in the bin. (laughs) Look, Alan, we've been through this. We are trying to, you know, to develop your social standing, I suppose. Anxiety. You're bringing me over to Milan. It's like, look at the style that we've been looking at all day today. So I was like giving you a helping hand. I'm being a good mate. I'm being sound. I bought you some socks yesterday, put them into your bag and took them abominations out of your case. Come here. Can I ask? Can I just ask you? Did you leave them in the bin? (laughs) Yes. Swear. Because you came back in. No, swear you did. Yes. I had just recorded. You didn't swear. I swear I left them in the bin. Did you? They're in the (laughs) <laughs> you left good socks in the bin. Would you not take they them out? They weren't that good. And give them back to me. There was more holes in them than the net in Balik. Will you go away? Could you not give them back to me when we're going home or well, something? See, that was... The, yeah, I probably should have in hindsight. But no, no, see, I had put them in the bin and then you came back in with that time. So I couldn't... Because I had just finished videoing it. Anyways, look, I'll buy you a new pair of socks. But th- I got you pop socks. They're cool. Yeah, they're class. Thanks. <laughs> and it's 10 degrees out here. It's not exactly pop sock weather here in Milan either. But if you're not following us on Instagram, Kieran put my socks in the bin and I landed here and then started watching his stories and then he shared a video of him putting my socks in the bin as I was on the bus on the way to the airport. Ah, And now I have one pair of decent socks and one pair of these... And the mayo socks. couldn't call them socks. You got a lovely mayo pair of socks. You, it's the best way. Tough love, Alan. Tough love. The other thing I want to mention when we were on the plane... They booked us snacks. Did you know this was a thing? Never I, saw it in my life before. It's amazing. It's the future. So it is the future. When you're booking your ticket now, you can book snacks. So before the trolley even comes down the aisle, the lady comes to you and she goes, how are you doing? You're 17A. You've booked snacks. What do you want? And you and I were like, what? Because we were like, how are they going to know it's us or what yeah. we want or anything? And straight away came up to the two of us and what are you having? So I went for the ham and cheese panini. I went for the chicken panini. And I hope I have a relationship someday that has a date as long as my ham and cheese panini. Because the date on my ham and cheese panini was the 23rd of... No, April 2023. April 2023. That's some panini. <laughs> <laughs> must be Italian chickens they have because they last a while. It must be NASA that make these <laughs> paninis for Ryanair. <laughs> so it was a great job. She comes down and I went for crisps, a panini and a drink and you went for a croissant. 
a panini and a drink and you get it before everyone else. Now, there was an element of, I felt like a bit of a dick. Did you? No, Kind of, yes, I did. You probably didn't. You were <laughs> loving it. But everyone was looking at you and you do feel a little bit like a dick because you're getting your panini before the trolley even comes down the aisle. But it's a great job. Oh, it is. No, it's very handy. The plane was full to the brim with teenagers bursting with energy, heading off skiing for a week. Imagine Two schools that. heading off skiing. Where did you ever go on a school tour? Um, the barracks in Athlone. What's that? It's an army barracks. <laughs> right. In Athlone. <laughs> so, and it, a, it's in Athlone, which is boring enough in itself. And then, Ooh, yeah, you're around a, Yeah. That's a low blow. Athlone's a great spot. Do you reckon? Yeah, it is. I know, it's decent. It's got better these days. Okay, go on. And <laughs> dig up. And, uh, yeah, where else? Nowhere that exciting, really. I went on a school tour once to the Cage of Fields. Wow, now that is exciting. It's exciting now <laughs> when you're older and you appreciate how cool these walls are that are older than the pyramids of Egypt. But when you're 12 <laughs> and you're brought down to North Mayo in a bus that takes about two hours to eat a ham and cheese sandwich and then turn around and come back up the road again. But did they not have the pyramid in the bog back then? <laughs> they had, yeah, but it was just, it was no crack. It was no skiing holiday. Come on, a That's skiing insane. holiday. In school. Like, the testosterone was bouncing around the plane there. It was like being in an episode of 90210. Yeah. <laughs> or Saved by the Bell, wasn't it? We were, like, trapped in the middle of an You're episode. watching all these characters going around. And the new uh, fashion must be not getting your hair cut. It was, was a lot of hair. I was fascinated. There yeah. was a lot of hair on that plane. And not just jealous. I was fascinated. <laughs> <laughs> when a young guy can wear this sweatband and pull it off and look cool like a, an Andrea Agassi-type style... I just thought, I was so envious of some of the style on the plane. Oh, it was unbelievable. First of all, there was a bit of a snowball fight with them at the start, which we narrowly avoided, but the people in front of us got a bit of a belt in the back of the head, but that was grand. They apologised. There was this smaller, older lady. Not that she was very old. She was in no. her 50s. Yeah. And she got a snowball right smack bang. <laughs> it must have gone between center. the two of us, though. Right in between me and you. Yeah. And she got it right in the middle of the back of her head. Yeah. But they did come up and apologise. So. Yeah, they did. I know, it was sound. But yeah, it was fascinating. Because it was just like looking back at your teenage years going, oh Jesus, if I was on this, I'd be so awkward right now. And I don't know, I just I thought it was weird. But they're going to have some week and the teachers and the parents looking after them are going to have some week as well. And they were all very polite. It has to be said, a plane full to the brim with teenagers from two schools and not so much as a whisper. No. Apart from a lot of clapping at the end when the plane landed. Ah, but that was good yeah, crack. Yeah, no, it was funny. Wasn't it? Oh, it was lovely. The plane but hadn't yeah, even landed. We were still about 100 metres away from the tarmac and them all clapping. I'd say the pilot was put off. He was like, oh my God, <laughs> don't mess up, don't mess up. I know, it was brilliant. There was a lovely atmosphere on it now. And then should the bus, right outside the door, where we had to get our special masks. We, that was a bit. We came out the door and so we had the tickets booked for the bus that brings you into Milan City Centre. But the bus stop is right outside the front door. It's so handy and there's one, two, three, four. And when you print off your e-ticket, it says go to bus stop number four. And the bus is leaving at two, three, half three, four, whatever one suits you. So we were queuing up for about 10 or 15 minutes. The bus pulls up. Then she goes, have you got your ticket? And then looks up at her mask and goes, no, get in there and get a bus mask. And she was like, what's a bus mask? And everyone else had them. So we went into the pharmacy and we had to get two masks, 75 cent each. They're like these yokes now you'd spray a car with. But I went to pick up the other mask in front of the counter and she was like, bus mask? And I was like, yeah. And then she pulled out these other ones. Yeah, they looked like ducks or something around the place. But yeah. look, they're good. They work and they were happy. We got on the bus with them. So it was all good. Then got dropped off in the heart of Milan. How long did it take us? You see, there was all the excitement of the sock gate 
I have no idea how long it took us to get from the airport into Milan. It was 44 km. 44 kilometers. Yeah. Right. So there, there about. So it was less, it was around, just over half an hour or so. Was it? Yeah, I have no idea because I just started watching your stories <laughs> and then saw my socks going in the bin and then we were here. <laughs> but um, I was a little bit nervous coming into Italy today and I didn't tell you. I have three outstanding speeding tickets <laughs> in Italy. In Italy. From the last time I was here. So. <laughs> Me and a friend of mine uh, hired a car in Bergamo, but we went up around all the lakes, up around Lake Como, Lake yeah. Garda, and we had a, a mighty couple of days. But we went in, it was actually the night before we were going home. If you drive around the city or the town, is it a city or town, of Bergamo too quickly, you get a speeding ticket. And we were looking for a parking spot. Are they timing you? Yeah. Okay. We were looking for a parking spot for the hotel we were staying in that night before we flew back. And I went around the city three times and got three speeding tickets. <laughs> and I never paid them. So there could be a wanted poster around the place looking for you. Well, when I, you scan your little passport coming in and then the policeman walked over. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yes. Well, it was squeaky bum time. Oh, I didn't. You were looking funny and I was like, what's that about? Yeah, I didn't let on at the time. Jeez. But he definitely made a beeline for me. He <laughs> he looked back at the other policeman and he was looking at, com- at a computer. And then I felt like he made a beeline and I thought, oh no, this is going to be so embarrassing now. Imagine ringing Ireland <laughs> West Airport saying, uh, Alan's banged up abroad for, <laughs> for not paying three speeding tickets. Maybe we shouldn't put this out until I leave. Yeah. <laughs> what people will be watching out now. Yeah. I wonder do many Italian police officers listen to this podcast. Oh, I'd say the figures will go through the roof this week. <laughs> did you ever drive abroad? I did when I was... Um, I went to pre-season training in Malaga years ago at Murphy United. And the whole team was brought over. And they were like... The manager was like, Kieran, you're the most sensible one. You're the one I trust. So I'm going to get a car. Because those players coming over and back and they had to go and different stuff. So we're going to rent out a car for you. And I was like, oh, cool. That'll be nice. A Fiat Panda. Brilliant. So I had to bring soccer players in round in this Fiat Panda. But they're the but best type. They're the best cars. Zippy, in and out. Yeah. Park them anywhere. It was, I was a disaster. I was always starting on the wrong side of the road and then you'd cop on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I know it was, it was interesting, but wouldn't be a huge fan of it because the other drivers were lunatics. Once you get used to it, it is, it's fun. Yeah, I love driving abroad. I, I, I've done it in a few different countries now and I drove around Santorini once. Okay. Yeah, we had a lovely holiday in Santorini. We went to Crete. And then got the boat over to Santorini for a couple of days. And Santorini's tiny, like, so we had it all done in, in a day. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. Clare Island. <laughs> but it was lovely. It was lovely to be able to go up to the north of the island, the high point, and look down. And then we went down to the very south point of the island and watched the sunset. Okay. And you're literally just watching the sun going down into the water. It's class. It was a really good experience. But I'd recommend it. I'd definitely recommend driving abroad and, and give it a go. And once, you, like you and say... pay your driving tickets. Once... You, now, no comment. Once you've it done, once you're behind the wheel a day or two... Yeah, it, you do get used to it. It becomes very familiar very quickly. We got to the hotel in Milan. We had a quick shower. I felt a bit kind of icky after the journey. Quick shower and then went up, went uptown. The two books. <laughs> the two lads went uptown and Kieran said, uh, Oh, first of all, you dragged me into a Starbucks. Yes. At the bus stop, there was a Starbucks. And you told me, Alan, we have to go into this Starbucks. It's the best Starbucks in Europe. Yes. In Milan somewhere, there is a Starbucks Reserva that is what? a really incredible facility. But, and I was told that it was in this really old building. So we pulled up in the middle of Milan, saw this really cool building with a Starbucks in it. I assumed it was it. 
We got in there. It was about the size of this bedroom. <laughs> yeah. You were giving out. I just pretended that was it. <laughs> Shut up. Get over it. And uh, Joan and Ali had a lovely time in there. <gasps> she said, what's your name? And I said, Alan. And then I got a coffee that had Ali on it. And then she said to Kieran, what's your name? Joan. <laughs> I said John. Oh, did I knew you? she'd struggle with Kieran. Oh. So I was like, John. <laughs> And, okay, uh, that's where I came from. <laughs> and I have to say, it was a lovely, frothy cappuccino, and I had it after midday. I put up a story the last day saying I'm looking forward to cappuccinos in Italy, and somebody said to me, they'll be breaking their hole laughing at you, ordering cappuccinos. <laughs> and cappuccinos come from Italy. <laughs> Imagine saying, so, saying to somebody, don't ask for spuds in Ireland, they'll all break their hole laughing at you. <laughs> or going into a pub asking for a pint of Guinness. That's why we're getting the funny looks when I got a pizza earlier. <laughs> yeah. So we went up the town then, we came home, We came into the hotel, we had showers, we got changed, went up the town, and straight into, where would we go? <laughs> well, sure, when in Milan, you could only root out an old Irish bar, and the three books behind the counter now, <laughs> would, wouldn't know how to get to Ireland, I'd say, never mind spell it. It was, it was a strange experience. It was. Like the beers on tap, there was a form of Guinness, it wasn't normal Guinness, and um, yeah, I asked for RTE, and... I think he must have said, I thought I said STI or something, because the look I got yeah. when I asked, was he putting on the mail match? There was a game on the telly. Spurs, Man City. Yeah, and there was no, there was nobody watching Nobody, it. no. There was six people down the back, uh, from one lady from Ballycroy, and the rest were all from Cavan. Ballycastle. And the rest were all from Cavan. So there was nobody watching the telly, and we had one pint each. I have no idea what I was given. No. And then I had to laugh when you went over to the bar. <laughs> your, your man looked at you and just laughed. He he literally did. I don't think he he didn't even know what you said. You said you, sh- you know have you RT yeah. here the Irish channels? He just started laughing yeah. and shaking his head, going, well, "Where do you think you are?" Yeah, <laughs> I hope that big Guinness sign over your head falls on you. So we rang we rang a pub then across the other side of the the village, and it was called Pog Mahones. Great name. Yeah. Love that. I rang that Irish bar from the Irish bar we were in. I said, how are you doing? We're in town for the day. Are you showing the Mayo-Dublin game? And he said, he was a lovely Englishman. And he said, um, oh, I can't. He said, we have a crowd in now watching such a game. And then another game is on after that. And if I change it, there'll be war. But he said, if you told me the day before, I would have announced that we were showing it. And I would have stuck to it. But he said, the next time you're coming out, if you want to watch a game, let me know the day before. And I've... Don't know him from Adam. He doesn't know us from Adam. We just a random phone call. And I just thought he was such a gentleman. Isn't that so sound? I'd love to have gone across. But we'll have to call in before we go. I thought it was really, really nice of him. Yeah, that was just such a nice thing. But it is, it's very different over here. It's a, it's a cafe culture, isn't it? A lot of sitting outside, drinking your espressos. I don't know, it's really cool. We came out of the Irish bar then and we went heading off to get something to eat and we went down to Piazza del Duomo, uh, down where the Milan Cathedral is. And that's such a beautiful spot. Absolutely. The whole architecture around there is breathtaking. Like, it's absolutely, it's beyond stunning. And we kind of stumbled on it as well. We were going down all these side streets and we said, we'll go down here for a look. Now, we were, I suppose we were heading towards Louis Vuitton and Dior and all them places trying to get socks for you. (laughs) But uh, excuse me, uh, it's sensational down there. No pre-mark anywhere to be found. <laughs> and all these big, big brand name stores that Kieran was talking about, they're all they're all in a kind of an arch. They're all, you know, it's covered, isn't it? Like, yeah. There's buskers singing in the square. Oh, it's just a really it was nice gorgeous vibe. atmosphere, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was really lovely. nice vibe. We went for something to eat then. I had bruschetta and I had 
pasta and chicken. It was so romantic. Yeah, I know. It was a gorgeous view overlooking that whole piazza. It was just... No, it's a cool experience. It's definitely... I'm so glad we've come here. And, like, there's loads more exploring to tomorrow. It's a big old town. There's a few little restaurants all around the square there as well. You can, there's rooftop restaurants. There's ones then are overlooking the square. And there's plenty to choose from. Like, do you know what the population of Milan is? Give an old guess. Actually, there. when we were coming in on the bus today, I thought to myself, I was shocked by the amount of high-rise apartments. And we came in on the small side as well. It's way bigger if you come in the other side. I'd say it would have to be, have to be over a million. 3.1 million. Really? Yeah, this area. Yeah, I know, I'd well believe it. Yeah, yeah. or something else so. And the other point is, they're all beautiful. Like the style, men, women, children, pets, beautiful. I've never felt so ugly in all my life. They must be just walking up the street going, (laughs) look at that minger. Where's he from? It's a potato in a navy jacket. Look at this little potato with his freckles walking down the street here. I can't get over the how... style, the fashion here. It's just so effortless as well. The young ones, the old ones, the middle-aged ones, the men, the women. Everyone is just beautiful. The dogs. Yeah. There's designer dogs here being walked <laughs> and they're all... They haven't even a hair out of place. They're beautiful. Oh, it is something else. Like I, a lot of people said to me coming over... Anytime I've been there, I've always felt underdressed. And I was like, oh, yeah, grand, grand, grand. Jesus Christ. Now, as well as that, there's plenty of people. Like, I went out tonight wearing Asics runners, pair of jeans and a knitted top. And there was plenty of people in the same. Yeah. There was. Like, there's loads of people milling around, loads of tourists. And, you know, 40 or 50% of people dress normally. But the other 50% then, it's a whole other level. Yeah. Oh, it's Isn't it? Catwalk stuff. And, and they're walking like they're on a catwalk. Yeah. <laughs> You nearly want to start playing music. Boom, boom. They're walking down on one foot in front of the other. Some, uh, and the cars. <gasps> oh, Jesus. Porsches, G-Wagons, Jeeps, Beamers. Oh, the cars are class. I'm having a really, really good time. But tomorrow, Kieran, we're not going to Starbucks. We're not going to Irish pubs. We're not going to McDonald's. We have to go authentic tomorrow. Old Italian. Old yeah. Italia. That's what we're here for. We are here on behalf. We're representing Mayo here. So we have a big job on our hands tomorrow to make sure that we we seek out the best of what Milan has to offer. So we're a bit fluid tomorrow as well now. We're hoping to go to the San Siro, but we want to do Italian stuff. And like the architecture around here is incredible. We need to try and take in as much as we can. And the museums, like the shops in this city are like museums in themselves. The way they're laid out, they're so stylish as well. I can't wait to see the actual museums. Do you know what I found strange was these big brand name shops. So there's an Armani restaurant. There's an Armani hotel. Armani hotel just around the corner, yeah. And then you would see like a brand of shampoo that would be on the shelf in basically the majority of salons back home. And then they have their own shops out here. An Aperol bar, Aperol Spritz, has its own bar on the third floor of a really cool building as well. Yeah. So yeah, it's really interesting. Some of what I suppose what's popular over here. Maybe it'll come to Ireland later, or maybe it's ahead of the curve here. It's different taste. But uh, no, it's it's an incredibly exciting place. Do you think we're at home in our beds this morning and we're over in such a different culture? In three and, and a half such hours. A cool space, yeah. And we haven't fallen out yet either. Really, <laughs> it was touch and go. Yeah. It was touch and go. Taking a man's socks. There's mayo socks in your bag, and I got your pop socks. But they're thin. You need to they're build a bridge and get over it, okay? really, really thin. Eat I, a spoon I, of cement 
and harden the F up. Okay. I, I like the old Wilson sports socks that you get in uh, Sports World. You get 12 of them for four ninety nine. <laughs> 12 pairs. That's how I roll. This is just a little bonus episode. We said we'd jump on really quickly and tell you how we got on today. And the official episode will be out at midnight on Tuesday. And if anyone has any questions, you have our Instagrams. It's Kiernamali81 and... Alan Clark Official and at Big News coming soon. So make sure to drop us a line, ask us anything. And recommendations as well. We're more than happy to hear because like we're learning. We want to be your eyes because we are running the Ireland West Airport Instagram account this weekend. So we're putting up the content, the tourist touristy content up there so any recommendations or any questions definitely shoot us a message can i ask you a question go on does the ryanair uniform do do it for you (laughs) no just no me neither (laughs) okay uh tune in on uh midnight tuesday talk to you good luck bye return journey's gonna be awkward now The Big News Coming Soon podcast is proudly sponsored by BRB Homes. BRB Homes is Ireland's number one award-winning manufacturer of factory-built homes. We take your home from start to finish. Our homes are A-rated and meet planning regulations. We build to your requirements and your budget. The cost includes your home being turnkey and our chartered engineer's fees. Please get in touch reviewing of our show homes a brochure or for more information let brb homes take the stress out of your build check out brbhomes.ie